The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You may or may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Test yourself. If you've ever looked through a bag of grass clippings looking for a four-leaf clover, you may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. College football, full circle. On the right, fake to Armstrong, run, hook, five, hook it to the end zone, touchdown, Launches down the middle for McCleskey, and he gets three, Virginia McCleskey, touchdown, they take the lead with three seconds. Patterson to the end zone, drives his way in, Virginia Tech has won it. The bowl season is here. Welcome to College Football Full Circle right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Sirius Channel 159 getting you prepped and ready for the college football playoff and the bowl season. Just about a week, week and a half away. Joe Lisi and Scott Wetzel. A lot to get into today, Scott. And what did I do to deserve this? Back to back with Scott uh-huh. Wetzel. I must be in detention Right now, we will break that down a little bit later as the show progresses. But, Scott, two breaking news uh, items that I want to get to. Mark Whipple, offensive coordinator with Pat Narduzzi and Kenny Pickett, he resigns yesterday and says he needs time away from the game. And all of a sudden, he winds up with Scott Frost in Lincoln, Nebraska. They're trying to lure Spencer Rattler to Lincoln to potentially turn around the program. We'll get your thoughts about that. And then how about LSU starting quarterback Max Johnson? You know what? Bowl season doesn't matter. It's all about me. You know, all the the last six months of preparation, Ed O's not there, Brian Kelly on the horizon. You know what? I'm going to transfer the program. See ya. Bye, LSU goes from a a two-and-a-half-point favorite to now a one-point underdog in their bowl game against Kansas State. Yeah, that you know that's that's what sucks about these head coaching hirings, right? You, you pay ninety-five million dollars for a guy, you think he's going to be the greatest thing in the world, and Brian Kelly may be, but no matter how great a guy is, even USC players are, are transferring out with Lincoln Riley coming in. I mean, you you just have to know when you bring in a new head coach, you fire the old guy. Most of these kids they came to the school because you know of the head coach, not because of the academics or this or that. And, and these guys, for the most part, won out when their head coach leaves. So it is a like a whole, whole new rebuilding program. And that is so, again, I don't know why they bothered with a bowl. You know, these kids go out of their way, right? They made this big effort to get Ogeron a bowl game. Then he decides last second, well, you know what? I'm not going to coach the bowl game. So that they win the last game. They become bowl eligible. And now even the quarterback says, I want out of here as well. <laughs> you know, well, you know, I if know. not for the four-letter network ponying up the big bill for these bowls, there wouldn't be half the bowls that we have, literally. So, well, not surprised. Well, I'm not surprised. Well, I I should take that back. I'm not surprised about Whipple because we know these coaches in terms of bigger and better. And I understand why the kids do it. Here's the problem that I have with Max Johnson. It's not that he wants to transfer. It's that he wants to transfer before the bowl. And it's one thing I understand. You don't like the coach. You don't know if he's a right fit. I get that. But you go to school. Not just for the coach, but, okay, you like the university, right? You go, okay, I like everything about the university. I visited 10, 15 universities. The school, yes, I like it. The the landscape, the students, the student body, the tradition. And on top of that, it it could really maybe progress me and propel me into the NFL if I'm good enough. 
He comes from a, a, a an NFL family. Brad Johnson was a former quarterback at Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Super Bowl winner. Super Bowl winner, yeah. Right, exactly. And what about the loyalty to the seniors, to your teammates? What about those guys that you – the blood, sweat, and tears? Forget the coaches. What about the guys that you, you hung out with all year? We, you don't owe it to them to just stick it out for one game? I mean, that's the problem that I have with it, Scott. It's everything is about me. There is no more team unity, no more team aspect. Throw it all out the window. It's all about me and my brand, baby. Well, listen, if the coaches can do it, why can't the players do it, right? If, uh, if Brian Kelly can up and leave before they even find out if they're in a, in a uh, you know, a national championship uh, semifinal situation, you know, if Lincoln Riley uh, can, can leave right after the season before the bowl game, why can't the players do the same thing? I mean, well, because it's the not players right. It's are not the fair ones... for the teammates. Yeah, I know. They're, they're going through it all. They're really doing it for themselves. And, and you know, as far as the team is, is one and the coaches are separate, I get that, but – uh, it's too easy. They made it too easy for these guys to just get up and leave. Uh, it, it's a simple, I mean, I don't think it's not right. I mean, it's, it, I don't think they should have to sit out a year, but when you give the opportunity like they have, they're taking advantage of it. And, you know, these, we all know, we say it all the time, right? How many guys, how many times yeah. have you said these games are meaningless, meaningless, meaningless. So if you say it, I say it, we all think these bowl games are meaningless, except for the major ones, then... You know, how, how does the football player not think that same thing? Why am yeah, I going to risk possible. injury, you know, uh, you know, uh, by getting hurt in one of these, especially as a quarterback, getting hurt and then, you know, maybe ruining my career. So I will say this about the bowl season. You know, if you better have a good gauge in terms of the cap because these lines oh, can flip yeah. and you yeah. could be holding on to a ticket for a week out thinking you have money in the bank. And then at the last second, coaches can bolt, players can bolt. And then the COVID situation in terms of travel, there's a lot to tread lightly in this bowl season. So you better have everything in order and your ducks in a row. Otherwise, you're going to lose a ton of money this bowl season. Think about those coaches at LSU. They, they don't know if they're coming or going either, right? They have wives. They have families. I'm sure the wives at home are like, well, are we moving? Are we staying? Do we have a job, you know, uh, you know, a week from now? I mean, I, I don't know how they can concentrate on the bowls either. Yeah, we'll see how this plays out. When we come back, we'll start getting into some of the bigger bowls, get Scott and I's takes about who we like early on, also talk about the college football playoff between the top four teams in the nation coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. 
back on College Football Full Circle. Joe Lisi and Scott Wetzel getting you prepped and ready for the bowl season. Carver is on vacation. He's out in Waikiki. He's got a, a margarita. He's got a, a little umbrella in his drink. He's taking it easy. The good life after he killed it last weekend. He'll be back on Monday. We'll start to go through all the early slate of games. But, Scott, I did want to break down. Uh, some of the bowl games in terms of top games that are on your radar, but there is some breaking news that just came across. Get your take about it. In terms of the Oregon coaching vacancy left by Mario Cristobal that did move on to Miami now. He's beaten his chest in South Beach. I don't know if you saw that story. We'll get to that as well. Lane Kiffin and Dave Aranda are emerging as the top candidates to become Oregon's next head coach. Okay? And my question to you is this. I, you know, I was back on Lane Kiffin's bandwagon in terms of, you know, this guy is legit. I love what he did in Oxford. He's in the SEC now. Now he's going to go out west to Oregon. I mean, you got to explain this to me. You have the train rolling in in Oxford. You you're going toe to toe with some of the best teams in the in the best conference in college football, and now you're potentially bolting for Outson Stadium. I mean, it makes absolutely no sense to me. Didn't he? Didn't I read where he just, just like not yesterday uh, or or two days ago, Tops signed a contract extension or at least kind of terms on a deal with with Ole Miss Lane Kiffin? I mean, yeah, you know, it's yeah. Like, I used to work with a guy. I won't mention his name. Uh, good guy. I, I'm still friends with him. And, Sam. Uh, he, <laughs> no, I'm yeah, only kidding. Sam, yeah, yeah. Joe. <laughs> Louis the Lip, you know. And he used to tell me, uh, hey, Scott, you're going to go after the uh, the so-and-so job. And I'm like, uh, and, and no, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm fine here. I'm, I'm, you know, everything's cool here. Why would I do that? Ah, I don't know. You're going to go after this job. He said, no, no, Arnie. Why am I going to do that, Arnie? Uh, you, know, like, you know, I'm fine. Oh, I'd like to go apply for all these jobs. I'm like, Arnie, it, it's Topeka, Kansas. You're doing network radio. You're telling me you're going to apply for a job at Topeka, Kansas? Well, what for? Well, just to kind of throw my name out there, you know? So I, I bring that up because I, I get the sense of a lot of these guys, including Lane Kiffin, they just want their names thrown out there. They just want to be wanted, just like my buddy. He wants – they want to be wanted. They take it a step further by actually taking new jobs uh, just because they want to see their names in the, hi, in the uh, highlights and then, uh, right. you know, be all the fanfare and everything. Um, okay, so you're and, saying and Lane Kiffin – No situation Kiffin. is good. Yeah. You're saying no Lane Kiffin – is a narcissist, and that yeah. all he is is about him and his name in bright lights. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, you have one of the hot, hottest quarterbacks in all of college football, potentially a first-round draft pick in Matt Corral, was on the Heisman radar. You lead the team to their first 10-win season in God knows how long, right? 10-2, and two. you knock off Texas A&M in dominating fashion. You knock off Mississippi State now in the Ed Bowl. Back-to-back years, you've won that. From a recruiting aspect now, you're starting to build something in Oxford where, hey, you never know. The old man Saban, he's getting old. He might be losing a step in a year or two. Maybe you could overtake the Alabama Crimson Tide. But at least stay there to finish it out. It's not like Ole Miss is giving you $2 million and that's it. I mean, he went to, uh, to Ole Miss from FAU because they gave him a lot of money to go there. And it's not like he's not on the biggest landscape in college football. He's on national television each and every year. Now you're going to bolt to Oregon, Glass Joe, that couldn't step up against Utah in back-to-back games? Glass Joe, that Mario Big Chest Cristobal, I'm going to bang my chest on a locker, show you how tough I am. And then we get outscored by a total of 70, what was it, 76 to, to what? 17 in two yeah, games? Like You're going to go to yeah. that program. That's great. Yeah. Uh, listen, that that's not his doing, you know, so I won't knock him on that. But uh, and it is Oregon, one of the more prominent teams in the Pac-12. But people are leaving the Pac-12. You know, you're not, you don't go to the Pac-12 anymore. It's a dead conference unless he thinks, you know, he wants to be with Lincoln Riley and all of a sudden the Pac-12 is going to be the greatest thing in the world. I just, I just really, I think it's just a matter of these guys' needs. Uh, I want to be wanted, and, and when I'm wanted somewhere, okay, you know, whether they use that as a crutch to go back to Ole Miss and up the ante even more so, I don't, maybe that's it. You know how these agents work, Joe. It's just, it is weird because, uh, like I said, I know I read just the other day, literally two days ago, that he's getting a contract extension with with the uh, with Ole Miss. I mean, you got a good thing going there. Uh, I've never lived in Mississippi. Maybe it's not for him, but. Uh, 
That's college football. That's why you can't yell and scream that much about Johnson at LSU. So if the coaches are willing to just, you know, uh, you know, get up and run at last second, then why shouldn't the players as well? Yeah, I understand. It just it's frustrating. Now, when you look at their bowl game, uh, they are playing, and it is pretty ironic. They're playing Dave Aranda. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And, and Baylor, right? <laughs> yeah. Now this line, and, and I believe it was Mississippi, was maybe a two, two-and-a-half-point favorite. Maybe it got up to three at the start of the week when they instilled these on FanDuel. Minus one. Basically a pick em game uh, against the Baylor Bears. A minus 110 either way. Total set of 54, and a 54 flat. <sighs> you know, it's tough. Uh, which which coach is going to bolt? If you're going to bet this game right here, right now, you better have a good gauge that Aranda's going to be there or Lane Kiffin solidified into taking this job. Otherwise, I say wait and see because this line will move either way if one of those guys does solidify that spot in Outson and Eugene. Yeah, because like I said earlier, you know, those assistant coaches, they're not necessarily all going with them. Do they know if they have a job tomorrow? Is he going to bring them along with them? Is the new coach, whoever it's going to be, going to keep these guys? Uh, does the wife want to get up and move again? So the last thing they're worried about is a meaningless bowl game. I, I tell you, Joe, these games are tough. Um, my strategy, what I tell people is whatever your thinking is, be consistent. Meaning if you're just going to base it on X's and O's and who's the better team, do that for every single game yep. because you'll give yourself agita if you start to pick and choose, okay, Ole Miss might not have their heads into it. Oklahoma State might not have their heads into it because they thought they were going to play for a national championship. So yep. I'm going to fade them. But all the other games I'm going to analyze based on right. just strength versus strength. Pick a side. Pick the, the psychology side of things, which I'm fine with, uh, or the physical side of things, like who's actually the better team. Right. But don't. Don't go back and forth because you'll no. pick the wrong one every single time. Great point, Scotty, and that's why I stick to the X's and O's in bowl, in bowl matchups and which team is more motivated based off of a season. Like, I look at a team like UL Lafayette or App State in the Sun Belt. Those teams are happy to be in a bowl game. It means a right. lot to them to play in a bowl game. Ole Miss, Baylor, it's like, all right, we we did what we had to do. We got the 10 wins, and, and we got the conference championship against Oak State. That was our playoff game. Now we'll just mail it in. I did want to bring up Oak State because the developments of Jim Knowles, their defensive coordinator, top defensive coordinator that led that team with top-ranked, top-five statistical defense in college football, he has bolted to, to become the new defensive coordinator with Ryan Day and Ohio State. And that line against Notre Dame is still pegged at two-and-a-half in favor of the Irish. Wow. See, I like Notre Dame in the game. I, I think Notre Dame would have the chance. See, I take the side of the psychology. I, I try and analyze which team do I think is really going to be in it versus the the X's and O's. And, and to me, this is a huge chip for, for Notre Dame. I think they have a chip on their shoulder. I don't think they realistically thought they were going to get into the Final Four. They had some hopes, but it wasn't like a huge disappointment. They knew once Cincinnati won, they were done. So I think they're going to view this as their championship game. I, I, they seemingly like the new head coach. I think they want to prove to the world that the you know there wasn't a Brian Kelly. There might be a little anti-Brian Kelly sentiment, like you know, let's show him, right? Uh, whereas Oklahoma City is, is what are they playing for? Oklahoma State, rather, what are they playing for? Right? I mean, they, they thought they were playing in the national champ. They had it within their grasp, but they couldn't get to two yards. I don't know how Mike Gundy, who's never been a, confused with the Vince Lombardi here, is going to get his guys up to play this football game. That's a great point. But Gundy in the in the bowl record uh, and the bowl setting is ten and five overall. So he has stepped up and had his teams ready in, in the bowl contention in the bowl season. Did get the victory over Miami. Remember. That was the game that De'Ara King did get hurt. They won that matchup by three points as an underdog in that matchup. When we come back, we'll be breaking down some of the other matchups, including my all-time favorite bowl game. If you know me, it's the Sun Bowl, Washington State, and the Miami Hurricanes coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Mike Carver and Joe Lisi. Back on College Football Full Circle, for those that know me for years, Scotty, if I was an FBS head coach and I took my team to an undefeated record and I was staring the college football playoff right in the face, I'd say, you know what? We're not going to New Orleans or we're not going to the Fiesta Bowl. We're going to go to the rolling hills of Texas El Paso. We're going to play in the Sun Bowl, baby. I love that ball game. It is my favorite ball game every single year. Okay, The fact that it wasn't played last year due to COVID, I was depressed as heck for the whole week. Didn't make New Year's Eve special at all. But that's okay. We got a good matchup between Washington State and Miami. But I will say this, Scott, the landscape of the of the hills in the backdrop, you have the sun cascading onto the, the beat-up turf for, for Texas El Paso. It's phenomenal. Go back to the games. Back in 1987, Oak State and West Virginia, Major Harris, Rusty Hilger, Thurman Thomas. How about that ball game a few years ago? You had Utah and Georgia Tech overtime. 1999, Minnesota, Oregon overtime game. And my favorite, all-time favorite, 2006, Oregon State and Missouri. Missouri has Brad Smith. You have Oregon State there with, with Moore, the quarterback for the Dolphins. Remember Matt Moore and Evanson Bernard. Number 26 for the Beavers. Two-point conversion. Mike Riley rolling it, baby. I love yes. the Sun Bowl. Love it. There, there was a, uh, a streak. I don't have all my uh, college football notes, uh, bowl notes in front of me. But the Sun Bowl, there was a streak like 18-2 and two or or maybe not 18, but pretty close. 16-1 and one underdogs. Uh, just a phenomenal right. run at, at, at the Sun Bowl. So, I told you I went to El Paso for the year. I know. Uh, I've never Shocking. been to the Sun. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I've never been to the Sun Bowl, the bowl itself, but I've been to the stadium, obviously, many times. And, yeah, you know, the kids wouldn't sit in the stand. They'd sit up on those mountains, and they, they would smoke their peyote, get high, and watch football. <laughs> you know, watch UTEP generally lose about 60 to nothing, but still enjoy themselves. It was a perfect thing. So, uh, But it is a, it's a beautiful setting. It's kind of like Mikey Stadium. We've been to Army. Right. Uh, not uh, Mikey's a little bit smaller than the mountains. I mean, the UTEP, it's like right there surrounded all around it. It really is nice. No trees or nothing. It's all sand and, and, and uh, uh, cactus and, and peyote. Uh, yeah. But it is pretty cool. It is. The, the we school was good... nice. I enjoyed it for a year, but just wasn't good for my major. That's all. And it's not a bad matchup, Pac-12 ACC. I'm not a big fan of how it'll look on the screen. You got the Hurricanes coachless in this ballgame with Diaz being fired. Husky, uh, excuse me, Cougars in this matchup obviously have had an interim staff all season long and have stepped up. I mean, this is a gutty team. Quarterback DeLora is a solid mobile quarterback. You have Max Borgie, a solid running back. They are two and a half point underdogs in this matchup. Van Dyke has come on for that Miami offense, leading them to a seven and five campaign. Total is set at 60 on FanDuel, minus 110 either way. This is a blind bet to the over. I know there's been games that have, have gone under, but this is Sun Bowl 1230 kick, which is a little earlier. Usually it's around 230 Eastern, so I don't like that as much. 1230 early kick. It's the morning 11.30 a.m. Central. Give me the over in this ball game. I love that. But what is your favorite ball game uh, to watch this season? Uh, you mean because of the matchup or just because of the bowl? Any bowl Whatever you win. want, Scott. This is this we're open forum here. You <laughs> and I, you know, we have an open yeah. forum. Sit on the couch. Tell Joe I'm, your problems. 
How about any game that I can win? That that is my favorite bowl game. That that's how I kind of view things. Uh, you know, any anyone that I can pick a winner on, I think I'm gonna go there. So if if I like the matchup and we're eliminating the uh, the, the major ones, right? Uh, I, I I'm looking forward to Pittsburgh and Michigan State. I think, believe it or not, I mean, Michigan State. How could you ever say that, right? But I, you know, it's a it's a battle between two good teams. Uh, Pittsburgh wants to throw the football. Michigan State wants to run and plot it away. Um, I and I want to see if Pittsburgh can do it again. They, they played well. They played great against Wake Forest. They really did, especially the second half. So that that's kind of an intriguing matchup for me mm-hmm. uh, to see if that continues for Michigan State or with the bubble burst and, and can Pittsburgh can, can kind of continue along. Well, so. I want to get your take on this because Carver brought this up to me, and, it, and it's a pretty good cap in the sense of what happened and what transpired with Mark Whipple, right? He, he coached up Kenny Pickett over the last couple of years. I mean, over 40 touchdown passes, a Heisman Trophy contender. He's going to New York this coming weekend. We'll see, you know, where he fares. Definitely not going to win it, but just a dynamic season, right? With Whippola obviously not coaching in the bowl game, Carver told me potentially Kenny Pickett came out at a press conference and said he's iffy for this bowl. And now Pitt is a minus one and a half point favorite on FanDuel. So Carver was like, maybe I'll take Michigan State. They go to favor, and then you have a middle to potentially grab with the backup quarterback for the Panthers should should pick and not play in this ballgame. That's the smart thing to do. You know, it's funny. I saw him after the game, and he was talking about how the bowl was the next big thing, and it, blah, 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 blah. That was on their radar, and that was, you know, they were playing for a national championship, obviously. So if he decides he's not playing – that would dramatically drop that line, right? I'm surprised if that's the case, the FanDuel and the others still have lines on the game. Um, you know, you I, never know. The problem is he could come out up until the week of the game and say he's playing, and right? And, and, yeah, he could go to practice because at the end of the day, it doesn't hurt him to practice. He's not getting hit anyway. He still right. wants to stay sharp to, to, to increase his draft status, right? I'm sure he's going to sign with an agent, if not already. So at the yeah. end of the day, I mean, you know, you know what might be good is the under 60 and a half. Now we know that Michigan State has one of the worst secondaries in all of college football. They were giving up well over 320 passing yards to opposing offenses before CJ Stroud ripped them for 434 and six touchdowns. They stepped up a little bit in the snow against Sean Clifford and Penn State, ended their season with a W. But at the end of the day, Jahan Dotson and that offense still moved through the air. If Pickett doesn't play, are we confident that Pickett still put up points without their starting quarterback and offensive coordinator? Yeah, that would be tough, right? I mean, I, I got to tell you, on the surface, I love Pittsburgh in the game. Uh, you know, because of that match of them throwing the football and everything. I, I really do like that a lot. So, but without Pickett, that, that's a whole different story. So... You know, you know, if you're Mark Whipple, you know, he's had his day in the sun, you know, sort of. You know, he was a coach at UMass a, a couple coach. Of times. <laughs> yeah, he won the national. He won the uh, – I, I don't know if it was the last one double-A, but he won one of the last one double-A traditional championships, then moved on, then went back to UMass. It was a colossal flop the second time around, uh, kind of like Randy uh, Etzel over at the UConn. And, and, you know, he's 60-plus years old, Joe. I mean, how many times do you want to move around? I mean, just, you know – you're not getting another head coaching job. I, I, you know, that that may be a better spot. I don't know. Pittsburgh versus Nebraska, you know, it's similar, right? I mean, does he hate Pittsburgh that much that he wants to get the heck out of there? I mean, I would think at like 60 odd. plus years old. Don't you ever want to settle down? These coaches, boy, you know, they're in the limelight and the glamour, but, you know, it's not an easy life hopping and stopping every five years or so. I mean, that that's wow. I don't know yeah. if I'd want to do that. Um, uh, especially it, all, it all depends on, you know, money, you know, maybe grandkids. You never know the situation in terms of why it played out. I will say that uh, I believe Nebraska also signed offensive line coach uh, Dominic Rayola. That was a former oh. player as yeah, well. He, yeah. Yep. So he, he is now on staff. So they're making a ton of moves. We know that in the middle of the season, Scott Frost, I forget what game it was. Was it the Ohio State game? Or was it the Michigan game where he fired like four or five assistants midseason to yeah, take yeah. the pressure the off him? Yeah. yeah, it was late in the year. So now they have revamped that staff. And obviously Spencer Rattler 
was shown on campus not too long ago. We know that the Oklahoma quarterback is in the transfer portal. Does he end up in Lincoln? We know that Scott Frost hasn't been able to to coach up the quarterback position since he's there with Adrian Martinez. So that's another concern. And you see Martinez right. went into portal. Uh, you yeah, know, well, I tell you what, I got a high school out in in, uh, yeah, in exactly. uh, Mercer County, New Jersey, that that yeah. Martinez could potentially start for with the amount of turnovers that he throws a game. Because I mean, he could look as mobile and as athletic one game, and then put the ball on the turf five five straight times, and you're like, how did this kid even become a starter at a major program? Right? I mean, it's amazing that. See, that's the thing. If he's transferring to the FCS level or a Mac school, all right, that's that's acceptable. But if he thinks he's going to go to, like, a Pac-12 school and start at Cal or, like, the way Garantano thought he was going to start at Washington State for Tennessee, come on now. Right. You know, he, right? he might. Uh, he, you know, one of these uh, smaller Pac-12 schools uh, yeah. or, or even uh, Big 12 schools, he might. He might, yeah. but I don't know what they're getting. They haven't done any uh, research. If they, you know, if they think they're getting a superstar quarterback, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, well, here's I'm, a, a matchup because glad that he left on. I'm glad he moved yeah. on from from Nebraska. Yeah. What do you What do you think about this matchup? SEC Big Twelve battle: Texas Tech nine point dogs against Mike Leach and the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Will Rogers, Donovan Smith, two dynamic quarterbacks. But it is Mike Leach against his former team. Now, uh, Louisiana Tech head coach Sonny Cumbie, the interim for the Red Raiders, will coach in this ball game. He's a diehard. He loves his university. That's why Joey McGuire wanted him there, but he's moving on to be the head coach of the Bulldogs. He will coach in this matchup. It is intriguing. Total set at 60, plus 9 for Texas Tech. Are we are we buying in buying into the Red Raiders here? We're a believer that Will Rogers, the physicality of the SEC, just dominates this ballgame. It might, you know. I, I like going with the time, the, the side with the coaches uh, when they face their former uh, schools. Now, this is one stop in between with Washington State, and maybe enough has passed where it's not that big a deal. But you know, if you're Leach and you're looking for some rallying cry, that would be it, right? Uh, this school ran me out of town, and this and that. Um, so I, I would go with the, the SEC in this one. I don't think Texas Tech is uh, has still some power up front uh, to handle them. I do got a yeah, question to about another bowl game when we come back. Yeah, we'll talk about it. If I'm not mistaken, and we could discuss it about Mike Leach, he still never got the money, I believe, from Texas Tech. That's coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. We left off talking about that big bowl game between the SEC, Miss State, and Texas Tech in the Big 12. We were talking about Leach taking on Sonny Cumbie, and I brought up the fact that this game 
possibly mean something to Mike Leach, and it does. He's already starting. I don't know if you saw it, Scotty. He trolled Texas Tech saying that, you know, Texas Tech has a has a bell, but ours will be uh, a little bit louder. They're going to allow the cowbells uh, to be played in the stadium uh, for this matchup. But that being said, in terms of I brought up the lawsuit uh, between Mike Leach against Texas Tech, and there is uh, someone that had reported on fan side that 100% chance that Leach himself will bring up the fact that he has still not received the full salary that he believes is rightfully his for that 2009 season. So if that's lingering and he's up, look for the look out because he's going to look to tack on 50 or 60 on this ball club if he gets the opportunity. Yeah, that's not a bad angle. I didn't realize he was still pissed off. I, I, what did he ever let Adam James out of the closet? Though is he still in the closet? I mean, he denies. That he ever was did why that, he got but... fired, Craig James. Yes, that is why. Yes. That is why he got fired. So, um, you know, it is interesting. I mean, years later, we're talking twelve years down the road, and he's long, still wow. a little bitter about it, right? And he he yeah. does have the better team. I mean, uh, Will Rogers has stepped up. I mean, a dynamic quarterback was putting up over 400 yards over the last three games of the regular season. I mean, just dynamic offense. They came from behind against Auburn, 28-3. to Biggest comeback in school history. And that defense, I have to be honest, it, they're physical. I mean, they're a very underrated defense play, very solid on third downs, holding opposing offenses to around 35%. They were holding opposing offenses much of the year right in the area of about 120 rushing yards per game. You do that, you're going to make a team one-dimensional. You know, the question I have about the Bulls, Joe, and, and it, it happened so fast this year, right? I mean, for me anyway, you know, we had the bowl pairings of the Final Four on Sunday, and then literally Sunday, you know, Remember, you know, I'll, I'll date myself, the old school. You know, you used to build up into all the other bowls, and then they would trickle out little by little, but they all kind of get thrown in our faces here. So, uh, excuse me for not knowing, but I know teams get drafted now, basically. There are certain tie-ins, and then teams get drafted. My question would be uh, to you is, we could have had some really monster Saturday, January 1st bowl games, and instead we're, we're kind of stuck with a couple of dogs you know, the one that stands out to me, and the question I have is, is the Outback Bowl tied into an SEC team? Yes. And if so, It's always it SEC is. Big Ten. And I look, no, it Scotty, is. how could you say that? Arkansas-Penn State is a great bowl uh, game. Not as good as Arkansas, uh, not as good as Penn State-Oklahoma. I mean, I know the Rose Bowl is uh, obviously tied into Utah and Ohio State. Uh, it's a Citrus Bowl. I got to deal with Iowa and Kentucky versus. Well, Oklahoma yeah, those are two. That's like watching paint dry because the total yeah. in that game is like 43. Now, granted, both teams can score. You got Will Levis. You got Spencer Petrus or Padilla, whoever starts. But at the end of the day, two blue collar teams. But you see, that's a bowl game. That will probably be very closely contested because it means a lot for Kentucky and Iowa. Remember you and I did Kentucky and NC State last year? That line was two and a half. I got screwed by yeah. a half. Yeah. I lost that ball game. Chris Rodriguez, they gave the 30 yards in personal foul penalties that Kentucky got assessed. It was like the refs were sitting on a ticket. Unbelievable yeah. in that game. But I well, love the matchup. Would you rather watch Oklahoma than Arkansas or or no? Iowa I love Arkansas. Or Kentucky. No, I mean Arkansas uh. has been good to me, Scotty. I took. Them How about Texas A and M? You'd rather not nah, see Texas A and M than I Arkansas? Uh, Jimbo, I like Arkansas. I think they're a hot team, and, and not the fact that it's Arkansas Penn State. I just automatically go back circa 1982. You know, may I go back to my childhood, Frank 1984, Billy Ray Smith, <laughs> Barry <Hulse>. Foster, Queen <laughs> Grovey, and, and I'll say this. Did you know, and I didn't even know this, did you know that, like, Arkansas has their own, like, almost like version of the Longhorn Network? One of the best coaches. Really? One of, because it's like Hogs Plus or something. I was watching something where they have, like, a 30 for 30 on Darren McFadden and Houston Nutt, who, by the way, Houston Nutt, 2003, Matt Jones. Are you kidding me? I mean, Darren McFadden, Felix Jones, Tony Bua. Tony Bua. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that team, go back to 2003, they were left for dead and buried in Tuscaloosa against Mike Shula and the Alabama Crimson Tide. They lost by three points. Go back to that ball game, controversial 
pass interference call in the end zone gave Alabama a critical field goal. But they were down like 24-6 in the first quarter. Houston nut. You want to talk about a riverboat gambler? Oh, man. Loved yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, but so, see, or, or, how about Oregon-Oklahoma is a pretty good game, you know, but it's it's 9 o'clock on a Wednesday, albeit, you know, Christmas. Yeah, I don't week. like that. That should be played on January 1st. I don't I don't even – I know this is sounds – but I almost don't even care, Joe, about the records of these teams. You know, give me Miami. Give me Oklahoma. Give me Oregon. You know, give, give me the teams that have some prominent name-wise, that have some cachet. To me, uh, Iowa uh, – Iowa does a little bit. But Kentucky and Arkansas, I'm sorry, they, they, they just don't. Uh, you well, know, let me ask uh, you these games because there's some good ones. How about UCLA-NC State? That's a meaningful game to it's both programs. Yeah, it means a lot bad. to Chip Kelly. means a lot yeah. to Chip Kelly. How about how about this one? Iowa State-Clemson. How how mighty the – That's pretty good. The, the, right? I mean, Clemson's falling off a cliff. I mean, they're playing Iowa State, who basically 7-5 yeah. and five, Iowa State. That's horrible. I mean, they were terrible this year, Iowa State. And you don't hear Matt Campbell being mentioned with any job anymore. Nobody wants no. Matt Campbell. Talk about a guy not taking the opportunity. You and, win on and, New Year's uh, Day? How about, uh, you know, I guess you give the guy credit or he's lying. I, I don't know. But how about uh, Luke Fickle, you know, saying this week that teams did approach him, but he said, no, 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 you got to wait till after the season's over. And teams supposedly said, well, we can't wait yeah. that long. I no, don't know if I buy that, to tell you the truth. Who, who they, Name me the team. Notre Dame, maybe? I, don't I, think so, I thought it was they Notre Dame. They looked like they were going to go in-house. They, they yeah. appeared to go in-house right away, right? I mean. Man, I think uh, Notre, I think Notre Dame was a big buy. Yeah, I don't know if USC would ever fit Luke Fickle. Right. I think it was Lincoln Riley's to lose at that point, assuming that they lured him. By the way, did you see that Lincoln Riley press conference yesterday? I don't know if he did. I saw did. little clips of it. Little clips I thought of it was I a saw, goof. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. a spoof before yeah. I saw Lincoln. This tells me USC, they're not going to tackle for three. If that's their press conference, yeah. you're making a joke about it? Nah. They're they're a they're a scam. I'm telling you, he's gonna. It's they're gonna be exactly what USC has been after Pete Carroll left. You want to score some points against Cal. You want to beat up on Oregon State, two teams that you lost to, by the way, uh, this year. Uh, I, you, they can do that with Lincoln Riley, but when they get up against the Alabamas and the Ohio States and the non-conference games, they're gonna get ripped. They're gonna get ripped. So I bet they don't what about play this? any. No, you know, I, I bet they shy away from that and just say, "All right, just just get us back to prominence, and then we'll worry about some of the non-conference stuff." They have on. a tough one, I believe. In the, well, they did sign. Well, they did sign in twenty twenty four the the matchup with LSU. Remember that that they decided that, to play easy. week one to start LSU. How about this right. matchup? Because this is one of my favorites. Nashville Music City Bowl means a lot to both teams. Tennessee playing within the state. You got Purdue and Jeff Brom back to a bowl game. Prolific yeah. offenses, good quarterback play. You have Hendon Hooker that's coming back for the Volunteers. You have Aiden O'Connell. Does David Bell play in this game? The total was 58. I loved it on Sunday night. They steamed it right up to 64. Minus 110 either way. But I think there's going to be about 80 points in this ballgame. Um, that's not bad. I like I like that one. Um how about BYU? Did you see uh, Satani? Supposedly he's in line. Oh, not in line. I shouldn't say in line, but supposedly Oregon's interested in uh, in uh, Satani from, uh, from All right, BYU. All right, so if I gave you your choice, Sataki, Dave Sataki. Aranda, or Sataki. Lane uh, Satani. Excuse yeah. me. No, it's Sataki. Sataki. It's, no, it's Sataki. A, yeah. Right. You got you got me crazy here. No, I'm blaming uh, myself. I'm, I'm criticizing uh, myself, not you. I'm going to give you a list. Ready? Aranda, yeah. Kiffin, or Sataki for Oregon. Which one would you take? Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to go with Aranda, even though he's only, you know, been there a couple of years. And I really like, you know, a, a five, six, seven year guy. Um, I, I do like what Sataki did at BYU. That was a program that was destined for, for falling off the map. And he he's done a really good job there. So little unorthodox when you watch those BYU games, he does some funky things. But I'll, I'll go with Aranda from uh, from Baylor just because of, uh, you know, he took a program that was completely down and out, buried, scandaled, right. everything else, and in two years made him a championship caliber. 
I would as well. What he did on the defensive side of the ball in championship games, let's not forget, he did it at Wisconsin, did it at LSU with Joe Burrow, shut down Lincoln Riley's offense, and Jalen Hurts in that semifinal playoff game, right, stepped up in the national championship game as well against Clemson and Trevor Lawrence, and then you saw the progression. They were 2-7 and seven last year, averaged 2.6 yards per carry. In, in They had nine games. I believe in eight of them, they rushed for less than 100 yards in every one of those games. And to think about the turnaround with Tristan Ender and Abram Smith is dynamic. How about this ball, uh, bowl game? We got Houston getting blown out by Cincy. They take on SEC opponent Auburn. Six and six couldn't close the door against Alabama. If Brian Horson loses this game, could he be out before his first year's over? No, <laughs> no, they could do that, could they? It's I Auburn. Mean, be... It's Auburn. It is Auburn. It is, it is, but I, I, I can't imagine that, no. So, uh, and knowing that BY or Boise, you know, kind of fell off the map a little bit, you know, if, if Boise was like great this year and Auburn was lousy, you know, it's like, geez, it maybe wasn't you after all. So, but no, I, I don't think so. Uh, I'm not a big Dana Holgerson fan, so I get a feeling Auburn's going to win. I'm going to lean towards, uh, you know, the SEC schools a lot uh, this bowl season. My favorite little bowl, Joe, that um, is com- not completely off the radar, but not, not one of the big boys, clearly, is Texas San Antonio at 12-1 and against 11-2 and San Diego State. Love that's it. pretty good. You know, that, that's 23-3. and three. You know, Goofy, the coaches, I, these coaches are bird brains, and I know 90% of them don't fill out their coaches' polls, but a 12-1 and one Texas San Antonio, after winning its championship, regular season, postseason, didn't even get one vote, or at least wasn't voted into the top 25. You tell me you couldn't put that school, you know, that school was an undefeated team the two weeks ago. You, you can't give them a little. They got a decent little win against Illinois on the road, Memphis on the road. It's not like a cupcake, cupcake schedule completely. Right. Um, Dynamic you know, job. should have thrown them a bone. You know, they, Look, they really should have put them in the top. I agree. Five. Now, last year, they did cover as 13.5-point dogs against Levi Lewis and UL Lafayette. Again, I was on UTSA. We did it in-game. That was a very back-and-forth affair. They could run the football with McCormick. The fact that uh, San Diego State lost on their home turf the way they did against Utah State and Logan Bonner, I think they're a live dog here. I I like San Diego State from a physicality perspective. Plus 114 on the money line. You know these kids are going to give it their best effort. That's enough for me, minus 105 and plus 114 uh, you know, on the money line. I think they went out right. Yeah, and they're dogs, San Diego State. Yeah. They're getting two yep. and a half. Yeah, I mean, so that, that's another little chip that they're going to be able to say, you know, uh, you know, no respect for us. So, yeah, but that should be a good one. Uh, there's, there's a couple decent ones. As usual, I like the game better before New Year's Day than I do from New Year's Day on. Amazing. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. There's another uh, good battle, Oregon State and Utah State. Oregon State is 7.5-point favorites. Total set at 66. We'll see how that plays out. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. Wrapping up today's show, Joe Lisi and Scott Wetzel. If you want to follow us as well, we'll be on Saturday morning College Football Today. We are the dynamic duo every Saturday. We take you through for five straight hours, nine to two. Obviously, the big ball game in MetLife between Army and Navy. We'll also break down all the bowl coverage, have some great guests on tap Saturday, so we hope to see you there. Scott, I mean, when you just look at these bowl games overall, and we'll talk about the, the top four teams, any shot Cincinnati can actually cover this ball game? I actually like them plus 14 against Alabama. I think you're going to see a ton of money uh, off the SEC championship game, pouring on the Crimson Tide. This line could get as high as potentially 15 and a half, maybe 16 before kick. Yeah, it, it might, right? It, it didn't take long for it to jump from 13 and a half to 14, that's for sure. I think they'll cover two, Joe. I don't think they're going to get blown out. I, I, you know, we haven't seen that from Alabama for the most part this year. Cincinnati lives on defense. I think they'll go into that with a good game plan. I don't think they're going to go crazy. They'll try and run the football, keep it a lower scoring game. Uh, listen, if Auburn and you know can hang and a couple of other teams can hang with Alabama, why can't Cincinnati, right? They didn't get blown out, albeit an unmotivated Georgia team last year, but still, they didn't get blown out, and I don't think Bama will blow them out uh, when everything is said and done. You know, could uh, Bama tack on a touchdown and get the, the, the old backdoor uh, cover? Sure, but I don't think this is going to be like 38-7, 42-14 or anything along those lines. This is a good Cincinnati team. Uh, and you I know, don't think this is a great Alabama team. So, you know, when you compare the two, it, it, I think it'll be a relatively competitive game. You know what's, you know what's like, like needling me right now is that, I was, you know, in these type of games, like just public perception, nobody believes Cincinnati can win. They're only plus 430. And I say only. I know it's a college football playoff. But when you saw Michigan State get blown out a few years ago, 38 nothing, plus 430 on the money line, Scott? Yeah, it should be higher than that, right? Yeah. Uh, if, if it's 14, you know, it ends up being 15, 16. Yeah. He's got a know. shot. They got a shot, except for me holding on to a winning ticket. All right, for Scott Wetzel, Andrew Torres, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day, everyone. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.